millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to Blighty Day Fiance, your soon-to-be third, fourth, or fifth favorite reality TV recap podcast hosted by a married, mm-hmm. transatlantic, yep. international, mm-hmm. monogamous, mm-hmm. cisgender, heterosexual couple. I am the lady wife. My name is Michelle. I am the man husband. My name is Robin. And whether you're all of the things we just mentioned or none of the things we just mentioned, you are so very welcome here at our very broad church. Now, our church is a term that we only use so that we don't have to pay taxes. Okay, <laughs> We're not going to push any religion on you. We're not going to try to indoctrinate you into our points of view. Yeah, this is definitely not a sex cult. No. No. You can't make jokes about that, okay. you know, because... Well, I wasn't making a joke about it. I was saying very clearly, this is not a sex cult. Just in is case anyone was worried. a sex cult? This is not... <laughs> David Bowie literally just turned in his grave. I know. I could hear it. Yeah. I could hear it. Um, This... Is not a David Bowie podcast, um, but it is a podcast about 90 Day Fiance original recipe. Mm-hmm. We're a little nervous to cover this one. Mm. We're a little bit, we're feeling a little bit scared. Um, yeah. Can you put us at our ease? Come, come put a loving hand on our knee and tell us it's going to be okay. Tell us that we're not going to say mean things about people that don't deserve it and then come to regret it or things that betray a lack of understanding around someone's upbringing and set of issues. I I kind of, sometimes I do feel that 90 Day Fiancé has become um, an assault course. (laughs) 
and the producers just lay little it actually i'll tell you what it's like it's like our lawn now that the nights have drawn in and I have to make my way out to the cabin to do the recording and the dogs have left little toddy presents <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've got my torch and stuff, but you know, the contrast is not good. And, and at any moment I could tread on a Todd mine. Um, and sometimes 90 day feels a little bit like that. So we are going to talk over the next, uh, how many weeks, probably like 20, um, about, you know, some things that we might not get right. So in a spirit of love and understanding and compassion, um, you know, forgive us. Forgive us any sins we may commit. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying our best. Yeah. And we know you are too. And it's funny because usually, like, on so many of these shows recently, you know, that there have been, like, um issues of sexuality and gender and race and religion. And I'm usually absolutely fine covering all those things. But I think the reason I'm usually fine covering all those things is because the people are likable. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do when there's someone who, like, I would naturally want to be an ally of and, and, and wouldn't ever want to come for, but I just don't know if I can relate to this person. Not for those reasons, but for all kinds of other reasons. It's, it's a tricky one. But all I will say is please don't confuse my lack of being able to relate to someone for a lack of understanding or compassion for their circumstances. I think broadly speaking, it's hard to find a way in with, with many of these people, but we are yeah. going to try because that's what we're here to do. Uh, we want to make you laugh along the way. Oh yeah. You know, we want to provide insight where we can. We're very lucky this year because, or the season rather, because we do have an English person. Sophie. 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 <laughs> so we can offer you a little insight there, but you know, there are, there are other folks whose life experience we know very little about, and we just don't think that we're in a position to judge them harshly or even nicely. So um, if there are <laughs> places what that happens, eh? we don't want to go, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. So we'll start with Ashley and Manuel. So Ashley is a witch from Rochester, New York, and I immediately got post-traumatic stress <laughs> from listening to her talk because this is exactly, her accent is exactly what my natural American accent is. Really? Yeah. Really? I yeah, quite like never... her accent, actually. I thought her voice was quite nice. Um, she does have a nice voice, but it's the up talk for me that I get really self-conscious of. And yeah, if I she... go back to the US and I'm around my friends, I end up talking like this a lot. Well, her voice reminded me a bit of Samantha Irby, and I like Samantha Irby's voice. I so. love Samantha Irby. Yeah. Go out and read anything Samantha Irby has ever written, please, or listen to. Buy her books. She's incredible. Um, yeah, I hear that. Um, now... I will just say, and I'm not even going to save it from, for a little way down the line. While her voice may have reminded me of Samantha Irby, just about everything else about her reminded me of Tanya 
we all remember Tanya. Tania. And then when I well, sure, Tania. Well, Tania is someone else's <laughs> joke that I'm happy to steal. Um, um she reminded me of Tania and he reminded me of Sinjin. And I'm like, they never have. Like, seriously, go and watch that episode again and squint and pretend it's Tania talking because it just is. It just is. It's really weird. And he is such a Sinjin. Okay. I'm, I'm plying my flag in the sand there. Okay. Let's, let's see I, I, if I'm right as the weeks go on. I don't think people want to hear us argue and I don't want to argue <laughs> with you. I'm just, I'm in acceptance of the comparison that you've made. It's not one that I agree with, but I don't see the merits in trying to, <laughs> to persuade you uh, otherwise. Hey, what okay. you think, you shouldn't think. No, that would be silly, but it just so, it really hit me. And all the things I didn't like about Tania, back in the days when, you, do you remember how like... You liked her, didn't like her, liked her, didn't like her, and it would just vacillate with her, right? You no, sort of... I never liked her. I never liked her. <laughs> but there was one season where she was a bit more likable, wasn't there? Um, like... Only because he was loathsome. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. problem. You should never... It's really difficult when you get a couple where you really... <laughs> where one person only becomes likable when the other person becomes unlikable. Yeah, it's difficult. really hard. Yeah. But at least what I liked about Tania and Sinjin is that I completely bought their, their relationship and their romance, ro- romance, romance and their, <laughs> and their dynamic. Have you turned into, um, Krista Burr? I don't know. I think you just turned I into Krista Burr. Looking for a little romance. That was always, that was a terrible thing. It's like, you've written the lyric in an American accent, but now you've got to sing it in a British accent, right? And unfortunately, romance does not rhyme with dance. It's a real problem. (laughs) A real problem for Christopher. It really was. That lady in red was like, that does not rhyme. I I find that song really creepy. Yeah. Like, also, and uh, people are going to want to punch me for this because I know that Wonderful Tonight was at least, was the song that you danced to at least one of y'all's weddings, okay? It's it's appalling. But I think it's fine. You can come for Clapton because he's, you know, a horrific right-wing nut job yeah exactly allegedly allegedly we have to say allegedly well actually no no, we don't because then he would have to prove that he's not racist i am perfectly fine well i called him a right-wing nut job and i'm perfectly fine with those oh okay yeah um so yeah the 80s eh? hey hey do you remember the 1980s yep but why would i all right okay i'm i'm distracted now i'm just those songs are very similar to me and they both no, they are. skeeve me out. Yeah, they're gross. Basically, they are songs from the perspective of a late <laughs> 40s middle manager, right, at the Christmas party. And, you know, there's the new kind of, you know, the girl in the typing pool. That, that, that's the vibe that I'm getting. It's all a bit handsy. Right. But you know what's going to happen now, right? Somebody's going to 
Somebody's going to come at me and say like, that was the dance that I danced with my father and he was in a wheelchair and it was our song and it's beautiful. And you made a terrible mistake. (laughs) (laughs) You made a terrible mistake. And I'm sorry sorry. that your memory with your father is ruined by shit songs. That's not my fault. (laughs) Pick another song, change your memory. (laughs) Okay. Um, anyway, Ashley. Right. She's now, the it, only person to ever be a witch. Her eyes widen when she says it, and the reaction she is hoping we will all give her is, oh, my goodness, a witch? Aren't those... To- where's your broomstick? Like, we've never... Okay, I am going to fight you on that one. All right. All right? And here's why. The only reason to go on a show like this... Yes is to sell your business, right? Yep. 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 This yep. is a smart move for a witch because if she wants to make a living from doing tarot readings and whatever, I can't think of a better way to do it than to go on a show like this. It's her target demographic. It's her target audience. And they're going to see her and go, Oh, she's got a uh, dragon's blood incense. Check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check. She's got Florida water. Check. She's got a black cat. Check. Okay. I trust her to do all the divinations. I mean, of course, the UK version of Consumer Reports is which? Yeah, but spelled differently. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so this is Ashley. She's rocking about in her life. She originally met (laughs) Manuel at a New Year's party, I guess, when they were in their 20s. Um in Ecuador, studying abroad, not a bad place to study abroad. Ecuador is gorgeous. Uh, But once she got to the U.S., we see a lot of footage where I I guess she recorded their calls and he's like sleeping. I didn't quite (laughs) understand. Manuel has a complicated relationship with being awake, doesn't he? So Manuel's supposed to arrive today because his visa expires today. You did one of my favorite things that you do, which is you pause the show to complain about a decision that someone has made that you yourself would never make. Yeah. As if no one makes bad decisions on these shows. So what tell talk to talk to us about what bothers you about this particular decision i I was telling alfie about it's a similar thing like he he had an extra thing to do on the way to school this morning i was like well just get up earlier it won't be and it's like but i already got up early it's like yeah but like 15 minutes less sleep isn't going to make a difference in the big scheme of things and this is like similar as far as i'm concerned it's like if your visa expires on a certain day maybe travel three days before what possible? I mean, we all have reasons, but there must have been some date between when the visa was issued and when he chose to travel that wasn't the last possible day to travel. Because shit okay. goes wrong when you travel. And he's got so like the- 57 interconnecting flights and stuff. It only takes for one of them to be delayed. I know. Why I, would you do that? I have a bigger problem with the interconnecting flights than I do with the visa. I imagine that given the fact that he's a migrant worker or a seasonal worker, 
that he had to wait it out until the last day of his contract, wherever he was working. I'm sure that's the case. However, um, I think then you tailor your application accordingly. I don't know. It, I would have liked it, an it, explanation for why he was traveling on the last possible day. It's just weird. It may have also been his hibernation schedule. Yes. Yeah. That didn't align, you know, he who was, knows? He was sleeping for the previous 89 Speaking days. Speaking of sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> small small tangent but a very important one okay i know we have a canadian listeners some of whom i care about a lot and think you're wonderful and some of whom need to maybe not write nasty reviews about me saying i can't sing which we all know isn't true oh, okay marcia calm down <laughs> all right so if you are going uh what, what's it called like back wild backwoods camping presumably i'm just going to cut to the point because somebody's I, i'm going to get are you going to create for, a, you are are you coming for canadians that get eaten by bears yes i am <laughs> okay yes i am what if has this got to do with my well uh, hibernation <laughs> i'm bears also hibernate and i was thinking i bet people are really upset that that grizzly bear mauled that couple to death. And I bet people are really angry about it and up in arms. And they're like, we're going to go kill that grizzly bear. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did the grizzly bear break into your house? Did the grizzly bear sleep in your bed? Did the grizzly bear steal your picnic basket? <sighs> it's not even the same bear. It's not even the same country. Okay. <laughs> okay no you're right you're i'm right. just saying why are you going into the bear's house he spent so much time decorating it he made yep. it nice he made it he smell the way that he wanted it to smell mm -hmm. and you came in with your fucking canned foods and gas stove and whatever people bring when they're camping because i obviously don't do You're that such you know an why because i don't want to get mauled to death yeah you don't get eaten by a bear i think that's all entirely reasonable thank you you'll get no argument from me i mean we've <laughs> all seen grizzly man like you know that is one film you do not want to like go oh, i've seen this film i won't watch the last 10 minutes like watch watch the last 10 minutes and then don't go camping oh that was a hard watch yeah um sometimes yeah, when you stare at the bear the bear stares back at you i don't that's think a he, terrible Werner. Anyway, he didn't it's say that in that line. film either yeah i know no it's fine <laughs> it's fine um look she goes out with her friends they're all exactly like her which must be nice they've all got the same beads on they're all kind of buzzing you know, you know a gang of people are really boring when the only thing the producers have to pull out from the conversation is the, ah, you got the beep memo. I'm like, really? This is like the highlight quote that you're focusing on? <sighs> Not yeah. feeling the friends at all. No. And we, and we get the usual, you know, mildly racist kind of eyebrow raises, which is, you know, part and parcel for the show. So, hey xenophobic yeah yeah maybe he yeah, came to america yeah maybe maybe guy yeah I, maybe nice, he does. nice beads 
And what of it? Yeah. Is he going to take your job selling craft kombucha out of your mom's basement? No, he's not. I mean, he might do. But in that I case, don't think he's going to. But if he does, it means you were doing a shit job selling kombucha out of your mum's basement. Sell better kombucha or sell it out of someone else's basement. You know, Mabel's just kom- taken your job. You know or, who loves kombucha is Barry, Barry Plath. Plath. Yeah. You know, we cover Barry Welcome Plath was to sitting Plathville. at the next table. <laughs> he, was. he was. He was sitting, they cut to him for a minute and he went, Really? I'm, That's fascinating. Those bees are drip. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying that right? Um, we do. We yeah. cover Welcome to Plathville on the Fundy Bus. We saw on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash blightyday, B-L-I-D-H-T-Y-D-A-Y. Right. That was a nice little baked in yeah. promo, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. So... Um, he's supposed to arrive today. There's no communication from him and his visa is about to expire. Um, he doesn't know that Ashley is a witch and she doesn't know how he's going to conceive it all. Yeah, I had a problem with this, didn't I? Is, Is that because him giving birth to it would be harder yeah, than yeah. The conception, and so that well, part he's, of it he's really... very Catholic, right? They're very Catholic yeah. in Ecuador. So, you know, will it be an immaculate conception of it? No, she says conceive instead of perceive, and that told me a lot about her character. Like we all get words wrong, but she was reaching for, I think, a fancy word, and she got it wrong, and it just read as incredibly pretentious. You know, sometimes like. When you're making a pretentious move, don't fuck up. Don't fumble that ball. Because if you fumble that ball, everything becomes super transparent. And now, it was should kind we of, lay, yeah. hey. I again I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that there. No. Yeah. Acknowledge it, back away from it, and she, she say may, I don't necessarily agree. She may yet do many, 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 many things that I find delightful. Didn't do can a single one in this episode, but that's fine. Can, can we talk about what your real problem is with her? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, oh, oh, yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. Now, I will admit, I will admit that all of my negativity to her got magnified, like multiplied up by a factor of 10 when I'm pretty sure, I think, she's making a video call while driving. Um, First, using your phone at all while driving is sick and gross and disgusting. And if you do it or you know anyone who does do it, you need to have a word with yourself or you need to have a word with that person. Um, But the way she's holding it facing her, no hands on the wheel, by the way, None at all. Not a Tesla. Not a self-driving car. Um, that really bothered me. That made me think it's also a video call. And I'm like, I don't give a shit if you're having a panic attack right now. I mean, I have all the sympathy in the world. I'm not going to come at her for having a panic attack, right? That, not a problem. Well, I mean, obviously a huge problem. You know, I great sympathy in that regard. But you're about to turn your panic attack into someone else's dead kid. And that is not okay. 
Yeah. I mean, I've had panic attacks while driving before. Um, first of all, I really wish they would put a content warning on stuff like this because yeah. it's, it's harrowing. Um, and I want to like Ashley for lots of reasons. Um, I think that I am interested in this story and I'm interested in her as a, as a character and as a person, I think she's gorgeous. I think she's smart and creative and I, I, I like her style, but why are you just like pull over? Because pull she, over. But she's not just the center of her universe the whole universe has to circle around her. It's the feeling I got, right? And and it wasn't just from the phone thing, but the phone thing really crystallized it for me. Now, I have only to go on what I saw in this episode, right? But if you are so unwell that you cannot drive, please safely pull over. Please do not think that what you need in that moment is a phone conversation to make driving even harder in that moment. And that it's the self-centeredness of it that I just couldn't stand. I feel for her. Like, she's freaking out. She doesn't need a reason to freak out. Right? I'm not going to say, what are you having a panic attack for over nothing? No, no, no. That's all completely fine. Completely fine. But, oh, don't do that. Anyway. Anyway. Now, I will just say, sorry, there's me moving on. In this country, you're not allowed, this country being the UK, where we live, you are not allowed to show this kind of thing on TV. Um, maybe the reason I react to it so strongly is because no way would that get past compliance. Um, you are not allowed to show people drinking while driving on TV. You are not allowed to show people driving without wearing seatbelts on TV. You are not allowed to show people making phone calls or using their phones on TV because it normalizes it. And I do have a problem with a lot of American TV where I see people on their phones all the time or not wearing seatbelts or, you know, or drinking while driving. And I'm like, how the hell is that being broadcast? Why are we normalizing this behavior? Those are not acceptable or normal things to do. I know this feels like a bit of a rant. It's just one of those complete culture shock things between the UK and the US. Like, sure. you do not see it here. And there's really good reasons why you don't see it here. Speaking of culture shocks between the UK and the US, yes, let's go over to Sophie, Sophie. little baby Sophie and Rob. 23 months old. 23 months old and already an influencer. She was clubbing at 12. She grew up in Spain. Uh, now, from- to be fair, I was clubbing at 12 as well. That is a UK. She's not wrong. She is not wrong. You don't have to even look old enough. Like, genuinely, like, me and my friends used to go to the pub in our school uniforms when we were that age. And they'd be like, we made more money from the kids. So that's just this country for you. Yeah. Well, you did... Look, I mean, I've seen that one picture of you from your bar mitzvah when you were 13, <laughs> and I dare say you looked older then than you do now. Mm. I mean, you looked like 
you had three kids at home and worked as an accountant. So <laughs> I, I would have served you too. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, yeah. So her granddad has a lot of money and she never asked where it came from and she grew up in Spain. We're good, we're, no we're one should ask. Kind of, no one should ask where that money came from. No, uh, we are not asking where that money no. came from, by the way. And, and, um, I, and I dare say living in Spain you, is something that you do just because the, the weather's very nice, right? Yeah. yeah, and the standard of living is yeah, lovely. much mm-hmm. better than it is here. I mean, as an expat, for sure, mm-hmm. before we left the... Anyway, nobody cares about that. Um, there are lots of reasons to live in Spain. <laughs> we'll, we'll, as, an expat, as a British expat, we'll put it that way. Now, this um, is one of those, like, all forces, horses, four legs, four legs, horses, logical fallacy yeah. things. I'm not saying anything at all. I'm just saying there is a certain um, occupation in this country where people that have that occupation go and live in Spain eventually. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't mean it works the other way around. No. No, just interesting. No, but she's lived all over the world. She's Mm. lived in Spain. She came to London when she was 16. She moved to Mexico and guess who came with her? Her mom slash best that thing where she's doing the shoes on the wearing the robe and the shoes on the knees thing that that was terrifying fucking haunt my nightmares that was oh and i was only looking at her from the shoulders up can i be super honest about something yeah you know how i made myself the the drink with ginger in it. Yeah. I'm fully pushing cloth about to shit my pants. So <laughs> is it okay if we pause here for a second? I'm not going to be very long, but yeah, I, I, I just like to make the point to any advertisers who, <laughs> who have your adverts put in the show at this particular moment. Um, but I'm very, very, <laughs> very sorry. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back. I hope everyone is feeling suitably relieved and refreshed. Yeah, I think it's it's important to um, the Irritable Bowel Syndicate, our IBS community that I show solidarity and be honest about um, shitting myself. Now, when you say solidarity, <laughs> yeah, there's no solidarity in the in the Irritable Bowel Syndicate. Nothing well, solid. Not nothing Sometimes, solid to be had. Maybe for you. Um, I want to apologize to our listeners also because if I sound a little bit distracted, it's because every single dog in a four block radius is barking right now. And it's like hard pebbles. You know, the beginning of falling on my brain. You know, the beginning of that Pink Floyd song, Time. Yeah. You know how, like, it's the sound of every clock in the world going off? Yes. It's the canine equivalent of that. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's really overwhelming and annoying. And for those of you who don't know, I am autistic and ADHD. And so things like that have a huge impact on my ability to focus and engage properly in times like this. But we're going to keep going because that's what we do So these two have been brought up in very different ways. Uh, Rob is a jack of all trades. What trades do you think he's a jack of, Robin? No trades. (laughs) He's a Um, jack of no trades, master of none. (laughs) I agree. I think he lives at the gym. Yeah. um, And the dance studio. And the dance studio, although Mm -hmm. not much dancing happening happening in that studio. Nope. Uh, they have a connection that no one can tear asunder, right? Um, after two months, they decided to get engaged. Now, Rob is taking us on a tour of his studio apartment or what we call a bed sit here in the UK. Um, we thought he was opening a pack of condoms. What was he opening? <laughs> well, Robin? he was saying he was saying I don't want any little unwanted guests, and I was like, oh, he's doing the responsible thing before she comes. He's making sure he's got the Trojans all lined up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Roach motels. Yeah, um, um, condoms do not help with roaches. They don't, and I felt really bad for him. He's got a really he's got a really sweet dog and i guess it's not him that i feel bad for it's anyone who has to live in these conditions because i think i would find that very difficult yeah for sure look i th- there is no bit of me that wants to come for rob the no knob. no i'm not gonna i'm not for gonna his shame. circumstances no no no, no. i'm not gonna shame all. him for for being poor no um, all Sophie's all I, mom, say is we've, I, I, I just will say we've seen in, in the 90 day universe you know um particularly like on before i suppose or the other way uh, people going to you know like binyam in ethiopia and stuff is like eh, you know this there's not enough toilets and this is dirty or whatever i'm like yeah before we get too judgmental about 
these other places, we should probably look at how a lot of people live in our own backyard. Just, yeah. worth, just worth saying. Yeah. Sophie's mom, Sophie's mom doesn't have time for that though. She says, there's a saying, or she says, there's a saying, talk is cheap. Money buys houses. I have never heard that before. No, I've never um, heard that before. That sounds like something a nasty, snotty, mean person would say. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, and Sophie says. Who will eat your soul. <laughs> Sophie's, Sophie says, I think Rob is a real man. He just doesn't do some of the things that a real man does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a real man for instance, might want to create a cute, fun, welcome to America dance routine. The choreography is pretty simple. Uh, make like you're pledging allegiance to the flag. I can do that. It might be the only dance I can do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, yeah. um, Rob's friend Torai is skeptical because Sophie's vibes are iffy. It was at this point, where I thought <laughs> there's going to there's going to come a point where I'm not going to be able to understand what people are saying anymore. I know this this is it has got beyond the point of don't police officers look young to the point where I I don't know that I can even talk about people on you know given that I am a co-host on your third, fourth or fifth favorite reality recap podcast. I'm like, I don't know that I can do it when they're this young. (laughs) No, I don't, I don't know that I can either. I just don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I understand. No, I understand Bumble. (laughs) And that she was apparently on Bumble. I was just looking for friends, just people to hang out with, right? While I was over, right? And he's like, um, well, Bumble does have the, you know, Fumble. <laughs> I don't know if it's called Fumble. It should be. It's definitely but, not called Fumble. It should be called Fumble. Um, but, you know, there's the side of Bumble where you Fumble can just... Fumble is, you, is when you're playing five aside yeah. and, you know, Tony has to work late. Uh, his right, knee and you is, need someone he's got to make the housewives' knee or whatever, and you need someone to to sub in, right? Yeah. That's, That's with an N, for. by the way. Fun ball, not now. Fumble will be Bumble should have. Let's just cut the crap and, and let's be honest about why we're really here. And that app should be called Fumble with an M. Um, but no, it does have the the networking side to it. Like there was this, like. The people who developed Bumble were like, oh, we should probably go for a bit of that LinkedIn action. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, it but she doesn't wasn't matter. She wasn't. Apparently, it, if I understood Sophie's friend Maya correctly, again, I struggle because I just don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm better than anyone who lives online. I just don't understand what people are talking about. I, I'm guessing that Rob sent some other chick online a video of him jerking off and Maya yeah. found out about it or Sophie found out about it, but she it didn't think well. it was a good enough reason to end the relationship. So yeah. I don't know. I think did, did the chick not come to Sophie and say, 
This is Rob the Knob's. This is Rob's. Rob the Knob's knob. This is slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. Yeah, Um, Um, I think that's what happened there. Okay, fine. Also, it's not the. Uh, I know that this show is fundamentally about long-distance relationships, but when you've hardly spent any time in each other's company, I don't call it cheating, really. No, I don't People either. People say to each other, oh, you're my boyfriend now, and it's exclusive. It's like, yeah, until they can get laid. And I think you have to accept that once you have been together and you've been in a relationship and you've been physically with each other, right, for a period of time, and then you're separated, I think then it's cheating. But before, I'm going to say that's just all right and normal behavior. I don't know. Don't the youths all have open relationships anyway? Aren't they all polyamorous? Does it, yeah. isn't all of this a moot point and her being, I don't under, uh, and given well, that her bombshell is the least bombshelly thing in the world. Like if she'd said to Maya, I've got something to tell you. I'm heterosexual. It would have been like the jaws would have dropped. They would have like in this day and age, like for people that age, that is not that is not a grand reveal. I don't think, is it? Mm, again, I don't know. I feel like a senior citizen. I know. Yelling at a cloud. <laughs> Um, I know. I know. with these two, I let's talk about a couple that we know a lot better. Let's head on over to Gino and Jasmine. Jasmine's having a bachelorette party because her friends unfortunately won't be able to make it over to the wedding, which will definitely not be during Gino's brother and sister in law's Floridian Ooh. vacation. Yeah, you know what I would have said? She's she is playing this completely wrong. If she really wants, first of all, I would be so nice to his family. Right. And secondly, I would go, oh my gosh, what a wonder, Florida, what a fantastic idea. And then get Gino to have the wedding in Florida and then go, you know what's, you know what is so nice about Florida? It's not freezing cold in the winter. We should move here and live here forever. And it's much closer to, um, you know, the environment that I grew up in and I, she's playing it all wrong. Playing it totally She should have, she should have ruined. She could have got the brother and sister-in-law to pay for this damn wedding. Absolutely. And she could have ruined their vacation, which would have been the greatest (laughs) revenge of all. Yes, exactly. You missed a trick there, Jazzy. I'm disappointed. Yeah, she did. Um, Yeah. I love that they found a penis that looked exactly like Gino. I didn't realize that that wasn't Gino. They it had a fedora on and everything. Honey, all penises look like Gino. <laughs> <laughs> um, who knew that Panama City though? Is it Panama City where she lives? I guess. I think, who knew Panama City was twin with Newcastle? Eh? I had no idea. Wow, Robin. <laughs> they go big. They yeah, go they large. Were messy. Yeah. Oof. Messy, Oof. messy, messy. Um, but you know, Gino put a lot of money into that new butt. 
So she might as well get her money's worth, show it off. Do you think it's bulletproof? Because those cops were packing. I, it takes guts to moon a cop. It takes a real guts to moon a cop with an assault rifle. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I'm sure bachelorette party buses get a pass. Um, I've said this before about what would fix <laughs> Gino and Jasmine's relationship. <laughs> I, he needs to. You see that new exorcism movie. <laughs> he needs. Oh, stop it! He needs. To, no, you know what? And I might as well, especially for new listeners, I'm going to come out and say it. I'm a Jasmine apologist. I'm not ashamed. I don't care if you don't like it. I think Jasmine is working on herself. I think that she is taking steps to solve problems in a healthier way. And I think that she has a mental illness or some other kind of psychological condition where it's just impossible for her to tolerate her own distress. Hard agree. And whether she's triggered by rejection or by, I, I think, I think she has a perception that when Gino doesn't validate her it's a withdrawal of his love and i think that's why she has reactions that are quite extreme to things that feel very trivial to us jasmine sees the world in percentages like she thinks that like resources are finite but like emotional resources are finite right not the idea that you know love multiplies but there is a set amount and any that goes anywhere else means that she is getting less. And the reason it's going somewhere else is because she deserves it less for some reason. And then that all gets turned into like shame and all kinds of things like that. What she doesn't understand, like if we all live in like Venn diagrams, a bit of our lives overlap, a bit of someone else's lives. But for Jasmine, those overlap zones, those aren't like beautiful points of communion between one human being and another. That is a chunk cut out of her. And she feels that cut physically, I think. It's sad. It's not deliberate. You can't... No, I don't think she can control it. No. Um, But what makes me really sad is that, more than anything, is that her coping mechanism seems to be these cosmetic procedures that are... Yeah unnecessary at a minimum and maybe at a maximum quite harmful and something that might be hard to manage down the road. It's very difficult to maintain that. As we may go on to see later in the episode. Well, we already know that uh, Gino quit his job because he needed to take a leave of absence for a year to help Jasmine get her driver's license. Now, I think mm. a month... <laughs> now, look, I've I've queued at the DMV in Michigan. Right? <laughs> Have you? Okay. <laughs> now, it could take up to a year. Seriously, that is possible. That is okay. possible. Yeah. I understand. I mean, yeah. look, I think that he's not one to make financial 
decisions impulsively. So he's probably budgeted for this. Uh, um, I don't know how much Gino makes. I think Gino actually probably makes pretty good, pretty good money. Um, but let's say, what do you, what, we're in like a ballpark here, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, probably Gino in the automotive industry. Yeah, his yeah. age and experience, probably. No way in the world is Gino leaving eighty grand on the table if he doesn't have to. Right? There right. is, there yeah. is a revenue stream that is going to pay him more for that mm-hmm. year for mm-hmm. sure. Whether it is, you know, the show or. OnlyFans or Cameo or whatever it is, there is no way he's taking a financial hit. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. I know that there are familiar beats in this relationship that a lot of listeners aren't eager to repeat, but I I really like Jasmine. I just, I, I'm looking for the caveman who comes out of the ice and lives in the modern world stuff with, with Jasmine. That's what I want. I want the fish out of water, Jasmine in America storyline. That's what I want. I don't want too much Well, more. she is going to freeze. I mean, she is oh, yeah. going to be colder but, than she's ever been in her entire life. But that stuff will be glorious, right? What I don't want is this you love your family, so you love me less. I found a lipstick in your car, so you're cheap. All of that stuff... That isn't the drama that I really want to see with Jasmine. I want to see Jasmine growing and becoming a new person. I, I'm I'm engaged in this couple, but as long as I continue to only see these huge fights about trivial things, there is well, you say that there's a limit but, to the patience. But a lot of growth has emerged from these fights. Do I think they should be together on balance? Probably not. Do I think she's made a lot of concessions that are probably pretty unhealthy? Yes, I do. I don't think he is a terrible person. I don't think he's a saint. I think he's certainly done terrible things. Um, But that's not what makes for... Look, putting together two people who are perfect and who don't do anything wrong is not going to make for compelling television. Okay. So I don't know what to tell you all about that. Um, Let's round it out with Nicole from Hoboken, New Jersey and Justin slash Igor from Kishnau, Moldova. Slash Marshall. Because I'm calling it now. When he was young, he looked so much more like Eminem than he ever looked like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I agree. But wow, he is hot. He might be... He's hot now. Yeah, he is. And he was then. I think he... I think he might be next to um, Johan. Definitely one of the better looking... Yeah. Best looking men in the history of the franchise. Yeah. Somewhere there's another man from Kishinau fuming. <laughs> ab- yeah. He has, is... pu- he has put his fucking boot through the TV screen. Well, maybe all the people... Look, I don't see it with Andre, okay? I never have, and I never will. 
I, no, he looked, I he looked don't like see a, it. He did look like a potato when he was first on with a really bad 1990s kind of scally oasis kind of haircut, right? <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? He looks 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 like terrible He just looks like a Florida potato now. Now he, he looks, looks like, like a Florida, Florida potato. potato. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this yeah. guy, yeah, pretty boy. Yes. Um, Jamie's going to get a broken dick. Why? I don't understand. Because she said she was going to break his dick. Oh, right. Yeah. But they make him strong in the Riviera. That dick will be just fine. It'll be, yeah. He could, they do like helicopter (laughs) exercises every day. He like takes it and. They do. does a lasso with it, wraps it around a tire. You know, <laughs> and then he you know like, like, you know, we've all seen those scenes in like China of like, you know, people, old people in the parks in the morning doing like Tai Chi or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do with their dicks there. Do you not think? You got all the men, they're all in kind of like a line dance kind of formation. They just helicopter their dicks for 30 minutes in the morning sun. No, I think they do. You know, when people take those like really heavy rubber ropes and go like <laughs> they this? They do it with each other's think, dicks. They do it with each other's Opposite dicks. Opposite each other. <laughs> yeah. It's really healthy. Yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that image. I'm keeping it and replaying it in my head. I quite enjoy it. Um, so Nicole slash Nikki Exotica is a music artist, makeup artist, beauty consultant. She was in love with a Russian man who was deported to Moldova. But yeah. actually he just had a girlfriend there um, was he actually deported do we think or was that just no 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 i don't think so i think so he I wasn't thought... actually deported or he didn't no, actually I thought... commit the crime it's like this is the only person in the world who tells their girlfriend uh i committed a crime and i'm being deported from the country like who, who like instead of trying to hide this this would be like if walter white wasn't actually a manufacturer of fine like uh meth right if walter <laughs> if walter white just didn't want to work at the gas station anymore <laughs> to, to, to pretend that he was a meth dealer yeah i don't i look men lie and they go to extreme lengths to um conceal their secret lives yeah. or secret wives as the case may be um so this Either is another way. By the way, um, Matt Sharp, Matt Sharp, if, if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you are, um, that is a fucking good idea for a reality show. Secret wives, secret lives. I'm just saying. I think it would be so cruel. Can you imagine? And we know what happens with that. You get Pedro's mom, Lydia. Right. Well, there you go. Think of the spinoffs. I'm just saying. Oh. I'd, I'd watch that show. Well, then you are a sadist. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, Nikki. Yeah. So this is another second uh, second chance at love. Here's where it gets uncomfortable Bruh. for me. Um, I'm not. 
you know, we are allies of the LGBTQIA plus plus community and, um, I find it hard to talk about some of the, the issues that were raised here because I, I wouldn't be speaking from a, a place of knowledge or experience. Right. And I can't imagine what Nikki has had to go through in her life and, um, well, we saw the same, not the same, of course, the, every situation is different, but, you know, purely in terms of, you know, the gender identities at play, we saw a similar thing with um, Cleo on 90 Day UK this year, didn't we? How so? Just, you know, trans woman mm-hmm. looking for heterosexual man and the challenge you know she was saying you know it's a unicorn situation right that's really hard and 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 i felt at the time that was the situation that cleo got herself in knowing how fucking hard it must be like (laughs) you know us hetero cis normies um we're like, oh, it's really hard to find a man. It's really hard to find a woman. It's really hard to... Like, you want to know what hard is? You want to try that life. That is hard. And if you get someone, I can understand. And the same thing applied with Cleo, that the degree to which you will potentially hold on to the wrong person because, like, you do not have a lot of options there, right? And that must be a really challenging way to, to live. I suppose I, I I agree with you completely. And um, what I'm having a hard time with is that Nikki didn't... N- Nikki's past got brought up during an argument rather than in the course of their relationship. And... I personally don't think that I I think that if you're a woman, you're a woman and it doesn't matter if you were born um if you were assigned male at birth, who cares? Um does the other person have a right to know? Again, these are not things that Right, I don't. I feel I, qualified to have a judgment on particularly. I will say that it coming out in a fight or an argument doesn't feel great. No, it feels this relationship. This relationship feels like a minefield for lots of reasons, and that's not the only reason. I think it's pretty clear that Justin had some had a response to that that wasn't a nice one and they parted ways for a reason and what concerns me is i i think that nikki is putting herself in a potentially dangerous situation in a country 
where she could be seriously hurt and or Justin could yeah. be seriously hurt. And I understand, oh, it's this is my last chance at love or anything. But that's a lot of pressure to put on another person. Yeah, it is. I guess is what I'm saying. It's different when you're Christian and Cleo and you meet and you get to chatting and whatever, and it comes mm-hmm. up naturally. And then, you know, you make a decision or you don't. Yep. Um, this, this all feels slightly coercy, slightly like, like, I don't feel his buy-in particularly. I don't either. And I, I don't and it think... it worries me that he's either being pressured into it or he's doing it. And, and I, look, anyone who listens to this show enough knows how much I hate the whole narrative of doing it for the green card, you know, but th- there are other things at play. I think I, I, I don't feel, I don't know. We're, we're going to need to hear more from him about whether he's had a kind of a road to Damascus moment where he realized that he was hung up on something that ultimately doesn't really matter. And he's just moved on from those ways of thinking and he's totally cool with it now. My problem is I don't know that he is totally cool. And I think compromise like that is going to come out in all sorts of horrible, horrible ways. Right. And I don't think the way to deal with that is to... I I would say this about Nikki regardless of who she is. I mm-hmm. I don't like the way that she talks about him. I don't like the way that she says their sex life mm-hmm. hasn't been good compared to 15 years ago and that he's got a huge dick and before, and you know, she's telling him, Oh, four times in two weeks is like heading to the retirement home. That's all. All of that language is really shaming yep, and hurtful and dismissive of somebody else's experience. And I, think- I, I I'm sure it comes from a place of insecurity though, in her case it's like, whether or not it's true in her head, she's like, he doesn't want to fuck me because he's revolted by me because he can't see past this. Like he couldn't see past it 15 years ago. And, and, and so I sort of can understand some of what might be happening in her head in that moment. I think what we're leaving out of this equation that might even have more to do with it than the disclosure of being trans. So we know from their very brief FaceTime conversation that Justin slash Igor likes Nicole without a lot of makeup and not all done up. And I can't help but wonder if part of the physical attraction is less to do with the disclosure of Nikki being trans and maybe Mm -hmm. more to do with the drastic elective procedures that she's taken part in um, in the last 15 years. Again, I don't know. I am neither Justin nor Igor nor Marshall Mathers the (laughs) third. Nor Dougie Payne, the bass player from Travis, who he looks like now. Ooh, nor he was so hot. Yeah. Nor a young Michael Schumacher, who he also looks a bit like. Um, 
No, I, like, I'm not him, so I don't know. But like, if it were me, <laughs> the reason I wouldn't want to be having sex with Nikki 15 times a day is not because of her assigned gender at birth. Just, yeah. Just saying. No, just I, saying. I agree. I agree. And I, and I know that people don't like to hear about personal appearance, but I feel like when it's an, when it's elective procedures and it's put out in front of us and it's part of the, we can't just talk around it. I'm sorry. We can't. Yeah. It's, um, look, I mean, I guess we could, but it would be really boring and take twice as long. Yeah. Like has she had the work for reasons that, you know, we're all led to believe it's okay to come at someone for, like, vanity. Like, because apparently vanity is a bad thing. Well, I don't know that vanity is actually a bad thing, but apparently it's better to come at people for vanity than it would be for insecurity. And I think the reason a lot of people have a lot of work done is because of insecurity or they hate themselves or whatever, or pressure or the, there are other reasons so even the fact that this work is is elective still makes me a tiny bit uncomfortable to be too critical because there are reasons why people do that too no you're absolutely right and it's and I, but it doesn't like, look good i'm sorry but it might look good to someone but it's not that there's no median kind of like this is not what is conventionally thought of as looking good. You, it, your it, chances of someone finding you attractive if you look like that are less than if you don't have the work. Yeah. Right? I, it's it's so difficult. I mean, I have, I've seen women who look like that in, in the wilds of, of Mayfair and yeah. it's, it's a mess. I think that there, I think that there's a point where it doesn't matter what the reasons that drove you to have those procedures in the first place, right? Whether you were insecure about one thing or another, but I think if you have an addictive personality yeah. at all, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to stop because there's always going to be something that bothers you and something that makes you scratch that itch. Yeah. And the work doesn't fix the underlying problem. No. Probably no. you just don't like yourself very much, you know, which again, isn't to say that everyone that has surgery, you know, has got some, you know, deep emotional issue that they need to solve, but actually don't we all. Um, but yeah, there is a certain kind of person. I would also put Jasmine in this category. I will. Say. I would too, and I'm mm. worried for her. I mean, we've yeah. seen. Look at poor Darcy. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, and Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> Nikki is the painting in Jasmine's attic. Ooh. Well, it's a rather somber note <laughs> it to is. leave it on, um, and it's kind of sad. Like, I don't know if they're supposed to be. Are they supposed to be the comedy couple? I, I really hope I not. I hope not, because it's not funny. No, no. Um, yeah, real mixed bag. Real pick and mix. It's a very, very, very odd cast so far. I don't know what to make of it. I will just say I was, and I'll say it now. I might have said it at the top. I'll say it again. I was disappointed 
that there are influencers on Hoi. I understand it's the endemic curse. Like, who else wants to go on shows like this these days, right? And and I kind of get it, but it's like after the Jabri car crash. They can't they I was, can't be so hard up. I was hoping we wouldn't get that again. But let's see if there's more. Let's see if there's more. Um, there's at least the wrinkle of, you know, the class issue and the wealth poverty issue there with Sophie and Rob. So yeah, maybe there's... I think th- there's maybe more to it than that. I think Matt Sharp always has a few su- surprises up his magic sleeves. Um, and where we start is often not where we end up. And don't we have a great time along the way? I hope you'll join us. Yeah. Everyone, come at us on the social medias, App Lady Day. And this Join time, tell us, no, seriously, tell us, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell us we're awful, but tell us if we're wrong. Like, I, I've never been so unsure of my opinions as I am watching this episode today. Same, right? same. I might yeah. have read all of this wrong. And unlike most of the people we see in the cast of these shows, I am perfectly fine being wrong. <laughs> I like being wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll change my mind. What's the point of an opinion if it can't be changed? Change one. I I am too. Um, thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard here today, please leave us a review on our YouTube channel. If you just type in Blighty D Fiance, I, I know that's really bad, but I don't know it. You can leave a review on our YouTube channel or you can leave a review on Apple podcasts. We are doing a little competition, which we do every year after, um, uh, 90 day UK. Uh, we're going to choose a handful of our favorite reviews that make us laugh or cry in a nice way. Um, and you can win a, a limited edition, tote bag so so limited yes so you can. keep eyes and ears out for that it doesn't have to be a four-star review it can be honest all i ask is oh it can be a five-star that... review you said yeah. four. Oh, <laughs> it sorry. doesn't have to be a four-star review well look i <laughs> <laughs> it's a moon shoot right right um we appreciate it and again our dms are always open um except for uh, bread. <laughs> bread? <laughs> Except for bread. Yeah, yeah, no bread, thanks, unless it's gluten-free. Um, you can find me anytime on uh, Fumble. I'm there. Um, DM me there. All right. <laughs> um, and then there's Patreon, patreon.com slash day, where we cover lots more shows that you will enjoy. You don't even have to watch the shows. You can just hear us talk about them. It's even better that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, my gorgeouses. Uh, we love you very, very, very much. And we will see soon. We 
love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.